in the house of God. As um, we just ask God's blessing upon our service tonight to bless us and um, touch us. Touch our, my voice and so on. It's, um, you know, that season of the, the year when you lose your voice. <clears throat> but God is so good. Uh, we came through a tremendous uh, uh, six uh, CDs in Romans chapter chapter 1 from verse 1 to verse 7 focus, but we went all over. And uh, it's good for you to to listen to those. It's on Facebook and um, YouTubes, and so you can get it and follow. And you need the Word of God. The only thing that is going to keep you today that we're living in is the Word of God. Uh, you you need to live uh, on the Word of God. The Word of God uh, will build your faith. Faith cometh by hearing. That means you have to listen to the Word. Someone has to preach the Word. Someone has to explain and hearing by the Word of God. Um, we uh, I was almost tempted to continue uh, Romans into a new series. Uh, but um, let me see what the Lord will do, what the Lord will do for us and where God will lead us, uh, you know, tonight. But the Bible is a wonderful, wonderful book. And we are, we are, we are at the close Listen to this. We are at the close of the church age. We are getting very close when, when the Lord will return at his second advent. He came one time. It's called the first coming advent. And that's when the word became flesh. When he was born as a, as, as a man. He was born as a man. He was not a man. He was not a man, but he was uh, the Son of God. But it was the Son of God, the Word, that um, uh, take, took on himself uh, man, human nature. Not the nature of angels, but he took on human nature that uh, he might redeem us. We were all of us. There's None of us was um, exempt. None of us was exam from the fall. All of us, all the human family, sin, all of sin, and come short of the glory of God. And uh, the Bible, we had this, we had this scripture before in Isaiah, was it 28 or somewhere, where the uh, the vision of all is. Uh, remember that scripture. The vision of all is unto us like a book that is sealed. Remember? Isaiah 28, is it? 29 chapter, that's good. Okay, uh, if I could have that up there. Isaiah chapter 29 and the vision of all. Isaiah chapter 29 verse 11. Notice the vision of all is become... Unto you as the word of a book that is sealed. The book that is sealed is the Bible. Remember that now. It's sealed. You can take up the Bible and 
if you have an education or you can read, and then you can read the Bible. Anybody can that can read can read the Bible. Okay? But that does not mean you know the Bible. Are you following me now? You can read it, and it sounds, oh, like you understand, like that's what it's saying to you. But it's not. Okay? That's not what it's saying to you. And, uh, well, I can read, so you read it, and you say, that's what it's saying. But you've got to understand that it's the mind of God. And you do not use human ability to understand the word of God. If you do, it might feel good to you, might feel good to others, but you'll never, you'll miss God. Natural human ability cannot find God. Now, it goes on, it says, um, which man delivered. That's the, that's the human family in need of the word of God. So they want to to receive the word of God, so the vision of all is unto us as a book. That's the Bible that is sealed. Which men deliver to one, one that's intelligent, learned, understand the word of God. Not, not, I mean, understand things, very smart, not the word, understand things. So it's given, the book is given to, please explain it to us. And then when you begin to get down now and begin to look at it, you find that I don't understand. I cannot, I cannot interpret it. I cannot explain it. Well, why can't you do it? Because it has a seal on it. I cannot break the seal. Do you get that? I cannot unlock the seal. So what happened? There's a disappointment right there because it's not explained by human abilities or human inabilities. It's not, not the way it's work. So forget all of the human uh, abilities and inabilities. That's not the way. That's not the way. Somebody said, let's go on over here. This man is, is well educated and he knows the word of God. And Go sit down and listen to him. He comes up with some formulas or uh, something. <laughs> That's way off the word of God. Because it's sealed. So the one is delivered then to one that is um, that is not learned, right? It is delivered to one that is not learned and said, read this, I pray. Same thing. Then he said, said haven't been to school. Said, I have no learning. I, I can't even read naturally. How am I going to understand the word of God? So he said that I... Cannot uh, 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 put that back there. He said, verse 11. He said, I cannot, for it is sealed. So both the man, the learned man, and the one that's unlearned has a problem. What is it? The book is sealed. And the book is still sealed. You, you might take a verse here and a verse there. But you do you understand the overall mind of God? What is God doing? What is he going to do? What is the plan of God? And that's the thing. See, do you understand all? Understood, uh, Philip said to the eunuch when he was reading. See, the eunuch was honest. And he was very intelligent man. I was the uh, treasurer uh, for the, was it the queen, the Ethiopian queen or so? And uh, 
uh, when Philip went up and joined himself with the chariot, he said, understand this thou. What thou readest, he said, how can I? Unless some man teach me. Someone has to explain the word of God. So God has to explain it to us. So God made a provision. See, Jesus Christ came, but God made a provision. So he gave to the gifts to men, gave, uh, uh, when you have a, when you have someone that can break the word of God to you, get in this Bible and explain it to you. See, I, uh, I can, I, I, I might be able to read it, Genesis to Revelation, but do I know what it's saying? Can I explain it to you where you will walk in the light? Can I explain the word that will bring you to a knowledge of God and to what God is doing? See? So, um, what was I, what was I talking about right there? The verse, um, I'm in verse 11. So, so, and the vision of all is, I've already covered that, right? So, it's a seal book. It's a seal book. And even Daniel, uh, uh, uh found out that certain things that were sealed in Daniel, the, um, is it the 11th or 12th chapter? Which one is it? That, when he says, go thy way, Daniel. Chapter 12, verse. Uh, Daniel, chapter 12, uh, verse 13. Is it? When uh, Daniel, um, uh, somebody start reading for me. Daniel, chapter 12. Uh, the book was sealed. But it says, go. Start at verse 4. Now. But thou... O Daniel, shut up the words and what? Seal the book. What book? The, the same book that the vision of all is like unto us a book that is sealed. You're, you're holding it. You're holding the book. This is what God gave us. See? Uh, he, said, um, he said, but thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book. Even to the time of the end, that means we are living at the time of the end. We are the people, the generation that's living at the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro. All right. It's not talking about just only just running out on the track or running from, you know, play, you know, like that. Many shall run to and fro and the knowledge shall increase. All right. If you... Uh, if you ever start the race from, there's a long race of, uh, that's, um, uh, the, the, the scripture tells us about, was it Psalms 19? But let, I'm coming in, Psalms 19, uh, that tells us about as a strong man to run a race. Okay, there's a race that is set before us. It's not a race that you plan. It's not a race that you do, you get up and you exercise and you race. But there's a race that is set before us. The race of humanity. You're racing all the way from the garden to the kingdom. See, you uh, race, you're, you're, you're in a race. Okay, we are, we are in a race. We are, and we run this race with, with patience. So he said, uh, he said, go that way, Daniel, for the words are closed up and sealed till the end of the, till the time of the end. 
Uh, what else? Uh, and then it shall be purified. Tremendous work. Want to find out what's going to happen in the end? And made white. What means white robes? Righteous. Made white. It doesn't mean that's not uh, talking about your, your skin is black and then you become white. No. It's your heart, your soul, your spirit. Wash you and make you clean. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. A time of repentance. Oh God, forgive me. Because we must repent because every sin is going to bring it into judgment. You, uh, you might have done something way back that you forget. But God doesn't forget. So every sin will be accounted for at the judgment. That's why we send our sins on before us. And we ask God to um, forgive us of our sins. So we need to be purified. We need to be washed. We need to be cleansed. And uh, we can only be cleansed and made white in the blood of the Lamb. And Revelation 6, white robes was given unto them. White robes must be given to you. That white robes is the righteousness. Listen, listen up. You need it. White robes is the righteousness of Christ. It's got to be given to you. White robes, that means your nature, a new nature in God. Where this nature now is the, is the nature uh, that comes from the Spirit. So you're bearing the fruits of the Spirit. Uh, many shall run, many shall be purified and made white and tried. But the wicked shall do wickedly. Uh, what's the wickedly? You can read it in Romans. Uh, the rejection of God, not not um, willing to to uh, have God in their thoughts. Remember the the, the days of Noah; they would not um, retain God in their thoughts. They in their mind, they didn't have time for God. Their mind was too busy. They they were con they were conscious about everything, anything worldly. Get the attention. And they have a zeal for worldly things. But when it comes to the God. They had no zeal. They have no. Oh I'm too tired to think about God. I'm too tired to read my Bible. See many excuses. See and they. Um, it says that they shall. Um, the wicked. Shall do wickedly. Wickedly not only committing murder. And all of that. But uh, when you put that Bible down. And you turn your back on the word of God. And you don't want to hear the word of God. You're tired of the word of God. That's wicked. That's wickedness. Do you get that? That's, that's, a, that, that's a violation. And uh, when you're not eating or meditating on the word of God. That's a violation. And uh, that, uh, that will cause you not to be in the first resurrection. The kingdom of God. They shall do wickedly. And none of the wicked know that. None of the wicked Shall understand a man or a woman that uh, that uh, uh, depend upon uh, worldly things and how smart I am. The activities of the of the flesh, see, doing wickedly. Uh, I think I can get into the kingdom without without uh, me studying by my own works, my own righteousness. I'm smart enough. They'll do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand. Understand what? Understand what? What God's doing. The signs of the time. If you notice what's going on here now. And uh, show me the men and women that understand what God's doing right now. No. That's not very many that understand. There's a lot of preachers. 
But, but a lot of preachers doesn't mean that we understand. Uh, you, you turn on your YouTube, turn on your uh, uh, Facebook and all of these television media and preaching, preaching 24-7. You can always find somebody preaching, no matter how late it is. Uh, some programs are 24 hours and nothing wrong about that. But uh, what I'm saying is that what, how much more are we learning? You go through a, a week uh, of, of a study or convention or campaign, whatever, revival. But when you leave, how much more do you know? When you, uh, <laughs> I heard a man and I thought that was uh, one of the great teachers of the past. And he said that uh, he used to watch his mother or his grandmother go out in those days in the country and pick greens. You know, you go out and used to gather uh, greens to cook. And she would gather a whole bunch of greens. And then she would put it, pile it up in the pot. Maybe some of you have experience. And she'd pile up all of these greens in the pot. But when, uh, and it just, you know, overflowing. But you give a few minutes and when the pot begin to boil. And by the time the greens are cooked, just a small amount is in it. Not, not early enough to fill a bowl sometimes. Do you get that? And that's the same thing. You go to a meeting or you go to church, uh, you read and you study. But when you get over, <laughs> what do you get from that? How much did you understand? See, so uh, that's the time that we're living in. A lot of preaching, a lot of stuff, gathering books and tracts and everything. But when it's all uh, boiled down, we don't know very much. We don't understand very much about God. See, that's where the condition that we are living right now. Uh uh, where are the men and the women of God that have the mind of God? See, because the book is sealed. And none of the wicked, because the generation that we're li living in, Romans 1 will tell you about the wickedness. Romans 2 and all of those will tell you about the wickedness. Galatians 5 and all of that in Revelation will tell you of the wickedness, the violation that this, uh, this world has done against the, 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 the Son of God and against the Word of God. None of the wicked will understand. That means God will not open their understanding. See, God must touch your understanding. God must open your understanding. But the wise, see, it's the wise that shall understand. And not wise in your ways, but wise uh, in the, uh, uh, the things of God. Uh, wise virgins, foolish virgins, none of the wicked shall understand but the wise. Uh, so you have to get down and uh, 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 confess to the Lord and say, uh, I don't know anything. Please help me. See, that's a wise person. A wise doesn't mean that I, I, I'm going to study more or get it on my own. No, it's one that can sit at the feet of Jesus Christ and ask the Lord to teach. Like when they say to Daniel, uh, you, you'll be cast in the den of lions if you pray. What did he do? He was wise. So he went to the Lord. Wisdom makes you turn to God. But the wise, wise means you, uh, you move away from your knowledge. You move away from your understanding and you begin to turn to God. That's a wise man. See, uh, Paul, Paul was wise. He was a wise Pharisee, wasn't he? Wasn't he a, a wise Pharisee? Uh, but um, he count those things as dumb. And when he turned to God, look how wise he became. See, to, uh, to be wise, you have to become fool. 
fool for Christ. You bow at the feet of Jesus Christ. And brother, you were saying something. Yes. He was a wise master a builder. You see? A wise master builder. What, what's the material was he using? Wise master builder to build something in your life. That means he's using the uh, material that God gives. You have to use the material that God gives. It's not what I give. Like I come to church tonight, it's not the material that I get from my mind, from the human. But to be a wise master builder, I use the material that God gives me to build the saints. Because you're living stones being built into, into a temple. But uh, for me now to uh, take you and to join you to Christ, I've got to have the substance that comes from God that will hold you uh, to God, that will hold you to Christ, that will hold you to the kingdom. So Paul was a wise master. Notice, wise master builder. That's powerful. Wise master. You know what I'm talking about. Wise master engineer. See, he was a wise. That means Paul could put you in the kingdom. Everybody cannot put you in the kingdom. Every preacher cannot. Not because they preach. Because they don't know the way to the city. Alright. Um, if I'm going to LA. And I don't know the way. Okay. I don't know the way. But I start driving. I could be heading to Sacramento. And I don't even know. You understand. I've got to understand that. If I'm going to LA. LA I can't be going to Sacramento. I have to head south. The same thing now, the way to the city, the way to the kingdom. We are, we are journeying to the kingdom. And someone has to show you the way. The way is Christ. Someone has to keep you in that straight and narrow way. You need a ministry. That's why I gave the ministry to the church to direct. So when you, you would go to the left or the right, they'll keep you in the center and keep you going forward. That's what the ministry is for. Uh, so there's a lot that's happening in the last days. Many shall be purified. You know what that means? That means you're, there's some people that are going to begin to turn to God seriously. All of the happenings that you see out here. They're going to get tired of what's going on and say, you know, I want to turn. I, I, I'm tired of this world. You look to the presidential election, the senator. Congressionals and all of that said uh, it doesn't work. Politicians, if you put your trust in politicians, you've got a lot of disappointment ahead of you because none of them can do it. See, uh, if you have not yet cast your vote, you're late because your vote should be cast to Jesus Christ. Amen. You're, you're, you should lean on Christ. And... Um, Trust in the Lord. So many shall, that's powerful, shall be purified. Remember, that's a powerful word because we were born in sin. The corruption of the first Adam. Right? Corruptible man. Uh, we were born fallen. We were born um, uh, with, uh, with sin in our life. We were born sin. All of sin. And... But many shall be purified. You know why we're going to be purified? Because of the provision of God. The blood. The blood of Jesus Christ. He provides 
a cleansing. Because we were all defiled. We all have sinned. Filthy, corrupt. And there was no soundness. But wounds, Isaiah 1. Wounds and bruises and putrefying sores that has never been bound up. Never been cleansed. Never been mollified with ointment. Who? What a scent. You don't understand when Christ came what the scent was. When Christ came there was none righteous. No saved. None was seeking after God. There's nothing that you can get and stand before God and say, look what I've done. Unless you're deceived into a deceived world. But the fall was total. Nobody, nobody was righteous. None righteous. None uh, uh, by his own works of righteousness could say, look what I've done. None righteous. You getting it? None. I'm talking about you. I'm talking about every one of you tonight. There's none righteous. Nobody was righteous. No, not one. So don't uh, get carried away in self-righteousness and look at me. You don't. You're not righteous. We're not righteous. And it's only the mercies and his righteousness. Any other righteousness is not accepted by God. So you need to get that in your mind and stop uh, being puffed up. Uh, because we need to walk humble at the feet of Jesus Christ. And that's a fact. That is a fact. Whether you believe it or not. And you want a preacher to lie to you. And then you said, oh... Uh, my preacher was a liar. That's a false prophet. But you find a man that is not a false prophet. He'll tell you that you're not righteous. You need to turn to God. You need to repent of your sins. All sin has to be repented of. Yeah. Amen. All sin. And there's a wages for it. And that's death. So all of us have sinned. But don't die that way. Don't die in your sins. Let us, let us all return to God. Let us all confess our sins and say, I'm sorry. Don't look at somebody else. Sin and said they are sinful but you are not all of sin. There's nobody can stand up in any part of the world tonight and say look at me I'm righteous and I'm more righteous than anybody else. But we ought to be crying the old world at the feet of Jesus Christ and that's the problem today. There's not a spirit of uh, repentance and we need that spirit. We need to get back to the cross. You need to get up in the morning sometimes and kneel down. And pour out your soul to Almighty God and said, Lord, woe is me. Uh, I'm undone. Please wash me today. Wash my mind after the day's work and you get home. Don't just crawl in bed mean and mad and all that. Oh, come on, you need to get down on your knees and ask God to touch you. Ask God that, oh, I am so sorry for my sins. Many shall be purified. How are you going to be purified? By calling on the name of the Lord. His blood is for the purification of the saints. See, his blood is to cleanse us uh, through the application of the Holy Spirit, the spirit of holiness. He cleanses us, um, that eternal spirit. God, uh, they, they got like a besom broom that was dipped in the blood and daubed over the doorposts of, of the Israelites. Uh, and they were enslaved, coming out of sin, Egypt, bondage. And uh, they, uh, they had to apply the blood of the Lamb. Of a lamb over their doorpost. And when I see the blood. When the dead angel pass through. But I see the blood. I will pass over you. And there's a dead angel. That's passing through tonight. There's a death angel. That's passing through the world. All of sin. And the only escape. Is not because I, I, I am righteous. But it's the blood of Jesus. God is no respect to a person. And when you apply that blood at your heart, over the doorpost of your heart, 
and said, Oh, wash me, Lord, and cleanse me from all my sins. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, comes in. What a wonderful Jesus. Remember tonight we're singing? What a lovely name. What a, what a wonderful Savior. Have you ever had fellowship with Jesus? Have you ever really got down on your knees before Almighty God? Or you just hear a sermon and you come on, it's time to gird up the loins of your mind. It's time to return to Almighty God and say, forgive me of my sins. Many shall be purified. Lift your hands up and you say, oh God, I'm so filthy. And you look on yourself. Don't stand there and say, oh, I'm clean and I'm righteous and I'm, I'm doing pretty well. No, woe is me, for I am undone. Look at yourself and ask God to touch you. Look at yourself and ask God to have mercy on you and to change you and to take that prideful spirit, that human, uh, you, uh, that human spirit, that fallen nature spirit out of us because we all we were sinful and we were all children of wrath. Can you imagine? Children, Ephesians 2, children of wrath, even as others, but it was God. It's all about God. But God who is rich in mercy. You and I have nothing. But God who is rich in mercy is for his great love. For his great love where it he loved us. Even when we were dead. Dead, dead, dead. You don't have to wait until you breathe your last breath. You're already dead. We were born dead. Born dead, dead, dead. Okay? And Jesus Christ have to resurrect you. Uh, while you're still breathing before you die. He resurrected you from that old Adamic fallen nature because we were dead and he quickened us. You were the quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin. That's a terrible death. You got to get out of that. That trespasses and sin. That's trespass and sin against the law of God. We transgress God's law. God's law that was given. Uh, uh, sin is the transgression of the law. So at the last time, many shall be purified. You know why? Because of the work of the cross. Because God made a provision. Uh, Zechariah said that there is a fountain open up for sin and uncleanness. There, we used to sing that song. There is a, a fountain uh, open up for sin, isn't it? Uh, flow, the flow from Emmanuel's veins. Emmanuel is Christ, God with us, veins. Did you know what God done? Have you ever stopped to know what God has done for us? For the human family? Did you know that God delivered us from a world of darkness, destruction and evil? That means the fall was total. You're gone. It's done. You have no hope. Did you realize that? Huh? You weren't born righteous. We're all born sinners. When God delivered us from sin. Huh? And, and God made provision. Did you know what God did? The word of God came down from heaven in the womb of a virgin and became a man. The word was made flesh. God, God, God came down in the person of his son and walked this world for 33 and a half years and died. Did you know what they did with him? Spit in his face. Uh, smite him. Call him. For you. Not, not, not for himself. He did no sin. The Bible said he who knew no sin. But he became sin for us. He became what I was. Sinful, evil, wicked. So there's nothing to glory but humble ourselves. God's looking for a church that will humble themselves. Not stuck up and proud as if I know all of this. Look at me. You don't know nothing. But I, I, I can quote scriptures. I can read the Bible through in a year. So, so, it's the changes. Are you a new creature? 
Are you changing? Can, can you uh, honestly say you're changing from glory to glory? You're uh, being uh, made white, you're washed, and you're being purified? Oh. Are you still have the same spirit? Do we still have the same gossiping, long tongue, biting, all of that? Do we still live the same way? You, you can't even work for God. You put yourself first. Huh? Are you, you're, you're righteous in church, but when you get out of church, you're just another person, another street person. When I, when I mean, just another one. Uh, you don't know, nobody can tell. There's no light of the knowledge of the glory of God coming out of you that can save the world. But God needs some men and women that will stand up. That will be a testimony in a life. And everybody can look around and say they've been washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. Or do you wash yourself spiritually? Are you closing yourself in your own righteousness? Or are you going to the cross, that old rugged cross, and asking God to cleanse you? And apply the blood of Jesus Christ over our life. Every one of us need that. Everyone. Many shall be purified. Uh, because, because of the blood available. The fountain that's open for sins. And made white. Righteous. You've got to be purified. And made righteous. And become like Christ. That's the image of Jesus Christ. See white robes was given unto them. We need that white robe. And we don't want to enter his presence with our own robes. Our own garments. And there was a man that, that remember the wedding uh, feast or whatever, and he entered, but he didn't have a, a, a wedding garment on. Jesus Christ is that wedding garment. You ought to be clothed with Christ and not your garment. Not your righteousness. You clothe yourself and you warm yourself. See? And you warm yourself with your own fire, Isaiah said. But you need to be clothed with the righteousness of Christ. We need Jesus. Every one of us. Every one of us need Jesus Christ. Every one of us need a repentance, a spirit to get back to the cross. Every one of us. And stop playing games with God. Stop playing church and being so self-righteous. Look at me. Look at you. What do you have to have? What do I have to offer? Nothing at all but sin. But you run to the cross, that old rugged cross, and ask him, Oh God, I lay my sins. Will you please forgive me? And he's merciful. Oh, what a merciful Savior. What a good God. All that he had. And he laid his glory above. He gave it up. And he was in the form of God. But he taught it not robbery to be equal with God. But made himself of no reputation. He came for you. He walked in, in, in shoes. He walked like a man. He was thirsty. He was hungry. He was persecuted. He was driven out of cities. But look what he did for you. It was for you. He didn't have to do it. Your brothers wouldn't do it. Your, your father maybe wouldn't do it. But Christ Jesus did it for us. He died for you. He gave his life for you. And many so you will be purified. And made white. And be tried. You're going to be tried. Uh, uh, that when you're tried you'll be like silver and gold. You'll be as pure gold. All of the trial. No testings or no trial is good. But afterward it yields the, pre the precious uh, fruits of righteousness. Said, but the wicked shall do wickedly. Hmm? My God, they won't change. Wickedly is that you hear and you see the provision of God. It's not just smoking dope. Don't do it. But it's the provision. Wicked. Wicked. Is that what God has done for us? The provision that God had made. And yet we reject him. The wicked will do wickedly. Still deny Christ. They never, uh, from the birth to death, they will not turn to God. The imagination of the thoughts of the art was only evil continually. 
and they will not turn to God. The wicked, wicked will do wickedly. See that you, but none of the wicked uh, will understand, but the wise. Oh my. Oh, you go to Jesus and said, I don't know anything. But today I wake up, I want to sit at your feet, Lord. And you might have to work, and on the way to work, you're still at the feet. You have your, your hands on the steering wheel, but uh, your heart is filled with God. Oh God, you go to your job, you have to do your work. Uh, or you do an honest day's work, but you still, still have him in your mind. Every day with Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Can you ask it? You say that, oh, oh, I love Jesus. How much do you love him? Because he first loved me. Calvary's cross, I will never forget. Oh, show me the cross again. Show me the old rugged cross. And there's going to be a joy in your heart. And you're going to become a profitable child of God. You won't be a sneaky, sneaky. But you are uh, one that nobody can depend on. But you'll be there singing and praising God. And while you're alive. You said, I bring glory to God. My life shall bring glory to Almighty God. I will listen and I will look to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. Jesus Christ is my hope. He is my shelter in the time of storm. Oh, rock of ages. Oh, you, do you see him as your rock? Come on. Do you see Christ as your rock? Do you see Jesus as your Savior? Do you see God, the one that died on the cross for you and set his love uh, for you. Jesus Christ is the love of God and God gave him for you. You and I were not the love of God. It was Christ. But God loves us through Christ and through Christ we can love him back. And that's what we're doing. We're trying to do tonight. That's what I'm telling you tonight. That let him wash you. Wash you and make you clean. Be purified. Made white. Come on. Get all of that darkness and that blackness of evil and darkness out of your mind. Let him wash you. Let him purify you. Let him cleanse you. And then you turn to God. And you begin to understand the ways of God. And for, instead of being a foolish virgin. You're a wise virgin. Verse, verse 11 now says. Uh, verse 11 says. And from the time that the daily sacrifice shall be taken away. And the abomination that make it desolate set up. There shall be a thousand. Two hundred. And 90 days. It goes off into all these days and mysteries. See what God is doing. And uh, our God will reveal all of these things. The world is lying in darkness. Although there's a light. See there's a cloud of darkness over the earth. And you wonder why people are so restless. And why people are so unthankful. Let me tell you something. It might be dark all around you. But in the land of Goshen there was light. And you can. Your living room and your bedroom can be a land of Goshen. When everything is dark, okay, you get out there and there's darkness, but you are the light of the world. That's what he said. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill that cannot be hid. Jesus Christ is my light. Amen. Christ is my light. Is the light of my life. And you love God with all your heart and all your soul and all your might. Amen. Amen. You love the Lord and you're filled with the power of God. And my lips, my mouth shall be filled with the praises of Almighty God. So I lift up my hands and my heart. And you'll praise Almighty God for all that he did for you. Amen. Amen. Receive the offering, brother. Praise God. Praise God. Amen.